Welcome to the Broski Doodles Podcast, your boy Kiko Flo, Kiko Cervantes. Thank you for tuning in. Like the thing, share it. Come on, subscribe, comment on it. You, you know what the fucking deal is with these things, you know? You gotta support, you gotta help your fellow content creator. All right, let me get to it right away. I'm tired of people talking mass shit about, about gamers, right? People that say, oh, you, you play video games, you're wasting your life with that shit. You know, you see it especially from like... You know, these finance people that are always talking about, like, hustling and working hard. They, they'll say some shit like, um, you want to succeed in life? Well, you got to stop wasting time. You got to stop gaming. All right? You play these little fucking games. This ain't no fucking games. This is fucking money. Right? So, I get it. Right? I get it. I understand that there is a part of, like, you know, wasting time is a factor that could, you know, make it so that you don't succeed. I get that part. But I think that video games get a lot of fucking uh, bad rap, you know. And to be honest, man, like, with my experience with video games, I've had my fair, you know, waste of time as well. But I've gotten a lot of benefits from it. I've gotten a lot of fun. I've gotten a lot of friends. I think I've acquired a lot of skills. I think I've gotten better at things, at multitasking. I think I've, uh, I've, I've, I've learned uh, certain talents that help me in life. I think, you know, as my friend Napoleon Dynamite would say, girls only like guys that have skills. And if you don't have skills, and I think video game gives you certain skills. I mean, like, I'm pretty raw. I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty go-to tactics on this bitch. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm a sweaty. That's what gamers these days will say. I'm a sweaty. I compete. I'm good. And I think I've I've gotten better in my mind, in my brain from gaming. Again, I'm not saying you should waste your whole time gaming. You got to do other shit in life so that it complements, but but I think gaming is as reputable as saying, "Oh, I'm going to go camping with my friends or I'm going to go play basketball or football." You know, I recently just started talking again to a friend from my childhood. You know how you, you have friends from back in the day, back in high school, but, you know, shit happens and you just, you know, no, no problem or anything, but just life just takes you different ways and, and you stop talking to somebody for fucking seven years. And then you, I started talking back to a friend, right, recently. He's, you know, he's moved. He's, he lives like in another state and shit. And this guy... Bro, I remember we bonded over a video game back in the day called Guns. Uh, Guns the Duel. And this was an amazing game. It's a third-person shooter where you would walk in walls. I don't know what happened to that game. It was amazing. But it never really came out and, and, and really blew up. Something happened with, like, the logistics in the background. I think it had to do with the server. It's always the fucking servers, right? Whenever you play a video game that you like, there's always a fucking problem with the servers. Which I don't understand why. Just... Just make, just serve, serve better. Come on, doggy. This is a game. But anyways, I'm bonding again with my friend. We're setting up, all right, let's do this. This weekend, my, my girlfriend is like going to see her parents so like we could game and shit. Because, you know, when you're older, there's other shit you got to take care of. You got a job. You know, you, you might have a wife. You might have some fucking little kiddos running around the house. I, I understand. But you do got to make the effort to make the time to game. I have a cousin that I game a lot with. We're playing Fortnite recently. We're killing it. I mean, I don't want to brag, but we're killing it. You know? 
We go around. We have the tactics. We talk to each other. Oh, check it out. On the right, on the left. Boom, boom, boom. Let me get the boat. Get on it. Let's ride. Let's hide. Strategic talks. And this shit bonds people. So I'm setting up this thing with my friend that I haven't seen in a long time. And this weekend, we're going to get together, right? We have a time difference of about seven hours. So, you know, whenever somebody is playing, the other one is in a very uncomfortable time zone. But we make it work so that we can have the camaraderie, so that we can bond. And just like you might think it's a bonding experience to go camping, and it is. Especially if you take magical things that can make your head go, right? But there's also other things that can enhance those human experiences. And I think gaming does that. Gaming has gotten so complex, so beautiful graphics-wise, and the games have gotten so cool, right? That it makes it so that you have this incredible experience when you play with other people. I'm not going to get into the topic that big corporations have also made gaming sometimes uh, non-essence in a sense, right? Like there are games that are bullshit, that are shit, but I'm not going to get into the corporate world of it. In general, gaming is a beautiful thing and it's gotten to a place today where it's amazing. You have kids making millions of dollars playing these games mainly the Asians, but in general, everyone is making money to the point where you can see this as a career now, not only as a gamer yourself, but as somebody that coordinates teams, somebody that coaches teams, somebody that invests in gaming houses. And I think that that all makes world just a more interesting place. But, you know, back to the, back to the topic. I play, for example, Warcraft 3. This is not World of Warcraft. If, if you're not a gamer... It's good that I explain it because I understand that when people hear Warcraft, they think of, oh, is that World of Warcraft, that game that everybody went crazy about and people killed themselves and shit and would never leave the room? I didn't play that one. And to be honest, my opinion of World of Warcraft is a bit like, that is a bit of a time waster. But that, I mean, but who am I to fucking come, you know, say this and that about gaming when I have my own games that I like? But in any case, I play Warcraft 3 to this day. It's a 20-year-old game. And it's a strategy game. It's pretty much you build a base and the other player that you're going against builds a base. And you start from the same place at the same time and you start, you know, fighting. If you've heard of Star, um, StarCraft, it's sort of the same concept. It's made by the same company, Blizzard. But it's just more like magical elves and shit. When I'm playing that game and I'm Demon Hunter and I'm out there with my archers and my huntresses and I'm, you know, I'm lurking around... Trying to find the more fucking enemy? You better believe I'm fucking strategizing and my head is running at a thousand. And I'm multitasking with different keys in my keyboard. I'm sending my troops with, you know, with a control one. Boom. I got my building with control nine. I'm building them archers. You press A for that. You click zero. You go back to your main base. There's a bunch of shit you got to do. Press B for mana burn. Do this. Ah, bing, 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 bing. I'm fucking doing actions per minute. That's APM, motherfucker. I'm... Brrr. Now, am I super Gosu? Sorry for the spit there. Am I super like, am, am I pwning them kids? These are all little words from back in the day if you were in the gaming sphere. Yes, I'm, I'm multitasking. I'm learning a thousand skills a minute. I'm fucking applying the, <clears throat> the grind, son. You don't think this shit applies on your normal job? Hello? Yeah. Hello. Welcome to Costco. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You don't think that's going to help you? Fucking papa filing those orders like a motherfucking papa. Of course it's going to help you. If you play, for example, Counter-Strike, or as it's called today, CSGO, 
That's one of the classics, pioneers of multi, uh, you know, world competitive first-person shooter. If you play Counter-Strike, you would understand that it takes a certain... It's too quick. You got... That builds reflexes. You don't think that's not going to help you for some job, for being a pilot? Of course it's going to help you. Now, I myself don't like Counter-Strike because I never understood how the fuck you aim with that game. It's fucking weird. You think you're aiming at the head and it shoots the, the, the sky. So whatever. Fuck that game. Even though I respect it. I respect it, but fuck that game. But you don't think if you're a G at that game and, you, and you're no scoping motherfuckers across the map like, bah, bah, you don't think that's not going to help you for, for like actual life skills? Of course it is. Of course. Another game that I played that I do love and I fucking, I kill. Halo. Right now it's Halo 5. Halo Infinite is coming out in a few months. And Halo Infinite will be 20 year anniversary from the original Halo, which came out in 2001, along with the Xbox, right? If, if, if you remember, or if people didn't know, I'll clarify it. When Xbox came out with their console to compete with PlayStation, I believe PlayStation 2, it was at the time. They also came out with a few games that the actual Xbox company or Microsoft made specifically for Xbox. One of them was Halo, which pretty much you could say really made Xbox successful. Without Halo, there's no Xbox, right? So Halo Combat Evolved, the first one, amazing game. Yes, if you play today, which I was playing the campaign recently, uh, just, you know, nostalgic, yeah, it's not the game that you would play today, but you could see the essence of it, which allowed for competitive first-person shooters to make it to what they are today. There was another game that Xbox brought, with, which was Fusion Frenzy. And it was like a little party game where you can, which you can play with different people. That was amazing. If you, you can get it now, if you have an Xbox on the Xbox store, it's like 10 bucks. And that shit is super fun to play with friends. 20 years old, still relevant today. But in any case, I own a Halo. When you're a Halo, when you're playing, you gotta strategize, you gotta aim, you gotta ch -ch -ch no scope. You gotta come up this way, you gotta run, you gotta, I gotta do this shit all at the same time. You don't think that's gonna help me in life when I'm out there thinking of shit? Huh? When I'm crossing the street, you don't know I'm gonna, you don't think I'm gonna know the best route to get to the other side? based on skills that I have acquired, what I'm no scoping with my boys in the, in the 3 a.m. You know, in the evening playing capture the flag. You don't think that's going to help me in life? Of course it will. Of course. That's part of it. That's part of it, dog. I'm playing a new game now. It's called Vermintide. And it's got to be like British-based because the, the, the people that speak on the game, they're all like, Hello, come here, licky me biggie. Hello, it's the Vermintide. And it's a game where it's like a co-op game where it's like Lord of the Rings, right? There's four different players that are your friends. And one of you has an axe. The other one has a fucking bow and arrow. It's first-person shooter. And you're going against, like, giant rats. It's fucking weird. You gotta, you gotta see. But when I'm playing this game, I'm realizing, fuck, if we have an invasion of mutant rats, I know what to do. You don't think I'm not prepared for this shit? You, so, so you're gonna tell me that video games are stupid, that they don't have, that they don't have a point, that they don't have a reason to exist? You're gonna tell me, oh, you play video games all day. You're probably a fat bastard that's eating hot pockets all day, drinking Coca-Cola or beer if you're a little bit older. 
I mean, that is real. That I mean, that is the case for me. I am eating pizza rolls and drinking beer while I'm playing. Yes, I am leading an unhealthy life. However, that's me. That's not the whole gaming community. If you go to a gaming house, you would find out, contrary to popular belief, that actually all these kiddos these days is like frowned upon if you're not fitness shit. So like they're playing 10 hours a day, but they're also working out, eating healthy. They got cooks in these fucking gaming houses that are cooking for them, dog. So what I'm trying to say here, what, what, I'm, trying to, what I'm trying to explain is that gaming is... It's like chess, man. It has value. It has value. I think I'm a smarter motherfucker thanks to gaming. Thanks to figuring out the fucking thing. Thanks to getting good at this muscle memory. You don't, man, come on. You don't think that's gonna help you in life? Gaming should be in the Olympics. Is gaming a sports? Of course it's a sports. Chess is a sport. But gaming is not. I mean, what what makes a thing even a sport? I mean, this depends. Not even the real definition makes sense. It's very objective to whatever the fuck you think it is. So, but I think gaming should be sports. Fuck, gaming should be on the next Olympics. There's actually, on this topic, there's actually a good uh, segue... Because there's actually a few new activities that or sports that are going to be on the Olympics this year. And for people, just to remind you, if, the, if you're in the Olympic sphere, you would know this. But if you're not, we're going to have the Tokyo Olympics this year, 2021. But really, they're the 2020 Olympics. But a lot of the sports and world events were moved to 2021. Just like, for example, the Euro Cup. For people that watch football in Europe, that's soccer. For people that watch soccer, Euro Cup that you're watching this year, 2021, is actually 2020 Euro Cup. But obviously, 2020 was uh, a year we don't really speak about. So there's a few new sports coming to this Olympics. And this actually excites me because we're closer to having gaming, right? Gaming be a sport. Of course it is. What the fuck? Man, the, the type of fucking mental shit you need. So the new activities that are coming, we have rock climbing, which I don't even think there's even a debate if rock climbing is a sport. I mean, of course it's a sport. You're fucking holding your body with with your nails in the top of a mountain that's three kilometers up there. Are you fucking insane? You guys got to watch, if you haven't, the documentary that is called Solo. I think that's what it's called, Solo. And it's the climber Alex handled is this motherfucker that goes up mountains <laughs> with no harness you know no rope no nothing just it's called free solo that's what the movie is called and it's also what the activity is called which is insane it's free solo that's when you, you know i think i'm gonna be using this word whenever i'm doing some shit to the maximum of its of its ability right like if i'm just like I, for example i'm a musician right i play guitar if i feel that one day I'm just fucking killing it in the guitar. I'm going to be like, yo, I'm free soloing. Although in the music uh, sphere, solo is actually a term, an analogy that you use when you do uh, a series of chord progressions 
with a lead instrument. Sorry for the spit. For some reason today, I'm, I'm spitting. I'm, I'm spitting. I'm a spitter. I'm spitting today a lot. I'm just getting excited about this topic. But with music, you could say, okay, free solo. But I'm just going to be using free solo for general things. Like if I'm out there in the streets and I'm just, I had a good day, I'm free soloing because I'm just doing it to the maximum of my ability. Just like Alex Hano gets on the fucking uh, El Capitan Mountain in the Yosemite, um, you know, forest of fucking California. He goes up that shit. It's three kilometers, 3,000 meters up. No rope, no nothing. You got to watch this documentary. You're going to start sweating in your, from your hands. This is how scary this shit is. And this guy did that. So, of course, rock climbing is a sport. And I'm really excited to see it in the, in the Olympics. Actually, Alex Hanold and you know, other climbers, I don't know if I'm t- saying his name correctly, were called to actually talk and give tips for this, um, for this Olympics, you know. So obviously they needed their sort of, cons- you know, they were consultants in some way. I, I, I read and you know that any, everything we say here is 100% uh, real and we have all the sources and the links. So rock climbing, of course, is a sport. However, we're not going to have rock climbing in the full essence of it, meaning it's not going to be in a mountain. This is more um, gym rock climbing. So it's, it's more like technical. I mean, it's all technical, but what I mean is, Pretty much they have these walls that are synthetic that they make and pretty much they're going to, I guess, you know, have like a little, um, you know, whatever they have a basketball court. Instead of that, they're going to fucking put a synthetic wall with little things, right? I mean, just like if you went to a rock climbing gym, it's not a real mountain. It's some shit that they make up, but this way they're able to standardize the routes so that you can actually test people, right? And, and also it's a bit less logistics right if you had to have them in a mountain however eventually fuck it let's have olympics also have rock climbing in a real mountain so you're gonna have rock climbing but you're not gonna have real rock you know i feel feel that's a little bit you know a little bs there but i'm supporting this i'm super excited to see what this motherfucker is gonna do and who's gonna win this shit who's gonna win the rock climbing thing another activity that i'm super super excited about Activity. I don't know why I'm saying activity. It feels like I'm fucking hating on them, like they're not a sport. However, this one, even though I support it 100%, some people say, is it a sport? And it's skateboarding. I mean, maybe I'm the only one that says, I mean, they say it's an extreme sport, right? It's in the X Games, which is like the Olympics for weird sports. But now skateboarding is going to be in the Olympics. I'm not 100% sure if for the Olympics there's going to be street and vert, which for the people that don't know, if you're not in the skateboarding sphere, there's basically two types of skateboarding in competition. You have vert, short for vertical, which means you're in big ramps and you're doing a lot of air, a lot of flips in the air. That's vert. That's what Tony Hawk did. And if, if you're more like in the street, sphere of uh, skateboarding that means you're doing more things like in the urban place right like if you were in a city right you're fucking doing kickflips over bank um, park benches and you're grinding on motherfucking rails and shit that's street skateboarding more like Nigel houston if you don't know about street skateboarding you google or you youtube Nigel houston you see a, a few of his videos you'll be like this motherfucker is crazy right uh, another classic of the street skateboarding rodney mullen one of my heroes 
that guy, he, he's probably insane. I saw um, a doc, uh, like a little interview with Tony Hawk and him, and he seems to be really fucked up in the head. But uh, he's a really funny guy, and he's amazing. But he does he does this little shit with a skateboard where he's like, it's not even street skateboarding because he's not doing jumps or grinding on shit. I mean, he is, but just you got to look him up. Ronnie Mullen, he does like ballet with his feet and the skateboard. But in any case, there's, there's those two categories. You have air right vert and then you have street so i think they're gonna have both of them and they already announced the the team for the u.s which i loved it was super diverse and not that i i mean i'm not somebody that supports diversity forced upon i like that we are all diverse but but it just it just seemed like the perfect american photo because it was there was like an asian uh there was some white there was some black people there were some girls there were some guys so i think it was like it just looked like a perfect representation of america where everybody was represented i don't know if that was made on purpose but the team is out there man i support these guys do this thing obviously there's gonna be skateboarding things from all around the world um there's gonna be a venezuelan i'm from venezuela and there's a venezuelan uh, bmxer right bmx biking his name is daniel Ders if I'm not mistaken. And this, this guy is fucking good. I mean, he's winning gold and all. And I don't know if biking already is in the Olympics or has been for a while. That is something I just remember, so I'm not 100% sure on that. But he's going to be on the Olympics representing Venezuela. So if you are from a different country than America, check out who's going to be the representative for your country in skateboarding and rock climbing if you have anybody going. You know, uh, what you don't want to do is send somebody that sucks. You know, if your country is not good at something, don't send people to the Olympics. You know, there were <laughs> there were some winter games, like Olympic winter games, where they had, um, you know, they have skiing, snowboarding. They have a bunch of different uh, sports. And one of the sports is like cross-country skiing. And Venezuela sent some guy to do cross-country skiing in these winter games, right? Uh, you know, let me note for you that Venezuela, even though we do have a mountain that it snows, this is a very like specific place at the top where there's no skiing in Venezuela. Maybe there was at one point. There's some pictures that they show you, but I've fucking traveled in Venezuela. There's beautiful tropical uh, paradise and, you know, there's places that are cold, but we don't have snow to the point where there's a community that fucking skis. So they send some guy to do cross-country skiing, which is pretty fucking dangerous. You're going down slopes and shit. And this guy had never skied in his life. If you just search in Google, we've shown this on other uh, episodes of the Broski Doodles. I don't know when, in what episode, but if you just Google Venezuelan cross-country skier <laughs> they're gonna show you this guy just falling down the mountains you could tell this guy has n had never used skis in his life and they're sending him to to do the olympics so you tell me if that if that's uh if that's right so if you don't have a good skateboarder or a rock climber don't send them or you know in that in that sense for any sport send your best people you know what i mean don't don't send people to embarrass your country you want to send the best people. And if you don't got them, don't send them. Another interesting thing that we're going to be seeing in the Olympics is there's going to be the first transgender to compete in the Olympics, right? And this is very, it's a very touchy subject, right? Because even though we do have a large movement of accepting others, 
regardless of how they feel, right, or, or how they feel about their bodies, there's also a pushback because it gets into the realm of, is this biologically fair for the other people that are competing, right? And in this specific case, there's going to be a weightlifting competition, right? And one of the participants is from New Zealand, and it's a transgender woman, meaning they were born a man, and then they trans... Uh, um, I was going to say transfer. They, <laughs> they transition, right, into a woman. And now they're going to compete in weightlifting. And this example is actually very... Uh, it, it lets you see the contrast a, a lot because if it was chess, right, you shouldn't even have a discussion of whether male and women can play each other at chess. I mean, this is a game of brains, so I don't see any, I don't see why you wouldn't want that to happen, you know? Like, uh, obviously, men and women, when it comes to being smart, you know, why would there be a, a difference, right? There might be differences in the things that they choose to do with their lives and professions that they do. But smartness, well, you have people that have high IQ on both ends. And so, but when it comes to weightlifting, what well, you could definitely see there, at least, I mean, this is my opinion, a strong opinion. And I think more than an opinion, this should be seen as a fact because, you know, there's fucking evidence for this. When it comes to weightlifting or anything that has to do with body movement, and um you know execution of things with your body well yeah there's strong evidence that tells us that if you were born a male regardless of where if you transition later you're gonna have advantages right you're gonna have a larger bone density you're gonna have more testosterone i don't know the specific you know of the chemical process that goes behind the scenes but i mean you know it's not going to be the case that it's going to be a fair fight if you do that. And I want to be clear, like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to sound like I'm being mean to the other side. I mean, if you, if, if you listen to me rationally, you'd understand that I'm, I'm super supportive of however you want to feel about yourself. You know, I, you know, when I'm playing Warcraft, you know, I, I'm fucking that person, right? I, I turn, so I, I don't mind, like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to use this as like, um, a way to down downplay what they have. It's just that when it comes to the sports scenario, we got to be a bit objective about this. I mean, you cannot tell me that someone that was born a man and is now going to compete with women, that's not only not fair to the women, but it's also not fair to the people watching. Like, how is that even a competition? You know what I mean? This happened in UFC. And, and, and if I'm not mistaken, the person, the transgender woman that used to be a guy broke the orbital bone of the other person. I mean, you know, and let me, again, let me make this clear. There are instances where there's women that could be even stronger than men. Dude, I remember when I was in high school, I played for the water polo team, right? Contrary to popular belief, I used to play sports and I had some fitness in me. I used to play water polo and there was this girl in the team that was a fucking beast. This girl not only was the best of the of the girls, she was the best of the guys. She was the best in the school. When we used to play other guys, she would join the guys team and play with us. And she was a fucking beast, bro. She would intimidate you, would pee your fucking not pants, but your swimsuit, you know, because you're in the pool. When this when this girl was going to come with the bomb and you get scared. But, those, you know, in general, in general, if you put a guy and a girl of the same weight and shit, 
the guy's gonna have certain things biologically that make them stronger and it's gonna you know i think the reflexes are different so there's a lot of differences man i don't you know i'm not a fucking scientist but i just can't believe that we're in a situation where we cannot even debate this and not be looked at as a fucking you know transphobe or you know whatever the words are so i want to know your opinions though not only on on you know if you think uh someone that was born a male should compete with women in you know in sports not only the olympics but in sports i want to know your opinion on that you know skateboarding rock climbing what do you think about these new additions to the olympics i think this is gonna be fucking amazing you know i think it's gonna bring more interest to the olympics because nobody gives a fuck about the olympics right now who the fuck watches fencing nobody watches fencing and i'm sorry to the fencers i myself i want to become a little because you know in the case some shit happens i want to know how to use a sword but dude it's not fucking interesting maybe take off the mask and poke somebody in the eye get the, you know get creative with this shit but you know let me know what the fuck you think let me know what you think of gaming is gaming destroying kids is a, it's a waste of time or do you think there's some value in gaming do you think there's some, some intellectual gains to be obtained from from the electronic uh, gaming uh, sphere thank you for joining me today as always, your boy Kiko Flow bringing you the motherfucking content, bringing you the facts, bringing you the woke thoughts and ideas, the real woke. I never sleep, so I'm, you know, I'm always doing cocaine, so that's how woke I am. Thank you again. Peace.